You're listening to Crafting Cannabis with your hosts, Early Bird Auto Grows, Blackwater Grows, and Rooter Allister. All right. <laughs> How y'all doing? We got a special guest. It's uh, Alabrie. Alabrie. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good to be What's here. What's up, man? Welcome. For those, for those who don't know, he is a uh, he is a breeder. He's got very fine genetics. I personally yes. haven't ran him, but I've heard great things. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I mean, we, I dabble. Uh, I, I try to make seed with intention. Um, I, I was listening to y'all's uh, Icarus episode. Uh, oh, he's great. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. Not long ago. And just, you know, I thought it was an interesting question, the nature of, you know, who, how do you define a breeder? Um, but, yeah. uh, well, I will say this, I will say this. I would consider you a, a good solid breeder, you know, based on what I've heard, you know, now I haven't tasted it. I have some shit here to taste, which I probably will do right here. Nice. Um, did you, you save any, did you save any early bird yesterday? So you, you got some, right? You got I some have right? some. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We can both, we can both try it on camera. There you go. Sweet. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I've never um, tried it yet. I mean, yeah, I, I do like try to make things with intention and have a goal for sure. I, I'm not just like, I, I originally started, you know, with some just like regular photo periods and that, that was totally pollen chunking, just uh, yeah. get, getting a random mail and hitting everything else in the garden. But uh, since then, more indoors and with autoflowers, it's definitely with very specific not very specific, but definitely goals in mind. You're, you're trying, you're trying yeah. exactly. You're, you're, you're taking this one and, and making sure it goes with this one because that's what you've decided, you know, that it was a good, good match. So mm-hmm. I, I think, I think that's awesome, man. Um, the it? names, your names are so creative. <laughs> and the artwork too. The artwork yeah, very you good. have is sexy. <laughs> I'll be honest. I appreciate that. I mean, that all goes back. My wife is from Mexico city and, uh, just felt like it was kind of an underrepresented, uh, demographic in the cannabis industry. And, you know, with their, with Mexico kind of legalizing and in the process of that, uh, plus everyone there has like a flat top full sun exposure roof. And I was just like, this country, all those flowers are going to blow up. Um, so let's, let's, you know, have our branding aligned with that and promote, you know, Mexico has, has such great cannabis heritage that, um, uh, I think it's cool to kind of tie it back into the modern world. Very cool. No, it's the, uh, are the, uh, is it still referred to as Mota in Mexico? Like, is that just the common word or do they, they switched over to everybody's calling it cannabis? I mean, I, I call it Mota when I'm down there at times. Right <laughs> uh, so yeah, you hear it. Um, but I think a lot of just American slang is pretty prevalent. So weed and, you know, uh, pot and, you know, the usual classic terms. Um, sure. But, you know, they, they're also seeing a lot of American strains. We've, we've, we've flipped around in the past few generations where it used to be a lot of uh, Mexican imports coming to the U.S. That's just dirt, crap weed, and then now it's the other way around where they're wanting <laughs> good quality, and you're seeing American, you know, strain names coming down there, and so they'll they'll be calling it by name at times, you know, or or right. oftentimes maybe a, a made up name for whatever they've got, but uh, yeah, so you hear I, all types of. I heard a Rosening say that about uh, India that if you can get uh, a bag of cookies over there. It goes for like eight hundred dollars an ounce, or sometimes even more than a thousand. Yeah, 
Wow. Just crazy. Or That's if they insane. just call something hybrid, then everybody thinks it's really fancy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't take a lot these days to to fool your average Joe. But I mean, mm. I definitely here in, in our country, I think we're educating ourselves pretty quickly. And the average consumer, you know, is is getting smarter by the by the year and are think so too. talking about terpene profiles and maybe hopefully learning that it's not all about THC percentage. Um, you know, th there's a lot to it. So hopefully, yeah. you know, things like El Show and uh, other media are, are just educating the consumer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope so too. Well, it's an interesting question, like you said about being a breeder, like, cause uh, normally if you're going to say you're a anything, do we like appeal to authority? Like there's licensing that you get, you know, or there's like a, a PhD or, or you have 20 years in a field or something like that. But with this, there's, there's nothing, I mean, there's time, there's time and experience for sure. But I think like, I think the same thing that Blackwater said, cause you post the stuff that you're working on, you describe your thought process in depth. It's clear that you're like hunting things out and that you're taking time with it. So that gets you a certain, you know, level of experience for sure. Hell yeah. 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 I mean, and my thing is like a lot of these are like terpy. I mean, yeah. from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing, a lot of people are saying a very, very terpy. Um, I mean, that's that's usually my yeah. top priority when when yeah. breeding is terps. I yeah. I concern myself less with size and less with yield and stuff and more about the terps. Terps. All about the terps. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, you yeah, have right. to. The grower has to take good care of the oh, plant yeah. and dial in the, you know. I've seen some, I've seen some chonkers out. though. I've seen some chonkers. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, the size is great too. I definitely don't oh, yeah. ignore that, but yeah, terpene yeah. tips definitely takes top priority for me. I've so, got, I've got. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Right, I've got some right here, man. Nice. What you got, man? These are uh cultivation conversation. This was the uh, Patreon thing. Let's see. The piney parada. Is that what oh, it was? Cool. Piney parada. Yeah. There, that oh. was not in there. Oh God, it's not in there. Oh, there it is. Oh, he lost oh, I it. found it. I found it. Yeah, piney parada. I can't talk. That's How it. Do you say that. Yep. Yeah, parada. <laughs> that's it's Spanish for pirate. I mean, that that's you guys were talking about our our names earlier. We always there's always yeah. like a an English descriptor word. We speak a lot of Spanglish in our house, so there's always like an English descriptor word, and then we'll that one in in this case is pirate, uh, but. All our like alabrijas are a combination of the the Spanish words for two animals, and, and they're cool. Like they roll off your tongue. Like they're just fun little. They're fun <laughs> names. Like, they really are. They're cool. Like they're they, they sound epic <laughs> when yeah, you find out what they are. Just trying to do something different than the standard like you know dessert and candy type names that are out there. And there's a lot of just repet repetition i think and we we're just trying to stand apart a little bit and and also you know as i mentioned before just sort of make uh names that were like comfortable for mexicans or latinos to to say um mm -hmm. or, or at least it's something more familiar to them than you know a certain uh skittles or something i don't, I don't mm -hmm. know but uh just something that would resonate with them makes it more relatable yeah totally that's nice awesome well, they, uh, let's talk about the one that you got coming up. You've been posting about the balanced Gatuga. Is that how it's said? Yeah. Uh -huh. Cool. Yeah. So it's Gato plus Tortuga. It's a right. cat. It's a cat turtle. And yeah, I mean, the animals aren't just random. They they kind of represent uh, 
at times flavors or aromas in the in the strain and also the effects so it's just sort of a way to like express ourselves creatively and you know try to think of an animal and a creature that would sort of like exemplify all these traits of this the strain that we're working on um so balance Gatuga, yeah it's a uh, pure red cbd from sweet seeds in spain was the uh was the mom and then my my dog walker which is my uh star dog photo period with skywalker um auto conversion and that was at f3 to make the Gatuga, um was the pollen wow. donor and uh so yeah it's a really like mixed ratio very piney bubblegummy chemi it's great in the evenings for for going to bed it's my top sleep strain these days nice, nice. very nice. cool now have you uh have you had the chance to get any testing done i have not and i i wish i had access it's um, hard it, it is hard and you know i I hope to find I, that was something actually I heard on the Icarus episode and I'm going to follow that, that lead there. Um, so hopefully in the near future, maybe I can get some testing done, but it's just cool. something I, I don't have access to at the moment. But, but to me, um, it's, it's close to being as legit if you're the, 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 the breeder and the grower who's there with the plant and you're smoking it over and over. If you tell me what it's like, I'm going to say, okay, that's probably what it's like, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, oh not, I think you guys. I think we lost him for a minute. Yeah, I think he froze up a little bit. We uh we have a lead now for uh for getting He's testing back. done. Nice. Oh, there we go. You froze yep. up for a little bit Sorry. for like a, about five seconds there. Yeah, we okay. lost you. Now you're back. Sorry, I was I was getting ready to take the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're all good. Take it. No, I was just gonna say we uh shout out Grim Dank. We got a a pretty good uh. We've got somebody now we know that we can send to uh, to get some testing done, possibly. So that'll be cool. Uh, so that was the lead I was referring to. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh -huh. definitely want to follow up on that as well. Yeah. Okay. Good. So he talked. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a. Uh, that, that is. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to try that out. So and uh, maybe mean, we can find out what Rudy's got going on and stuff in the future. I, I have yeah. a I have a ton of like minor cannabinoid and mixed ratio projects in the works and also plan to go down this fall and having access to lab testing for CBD, yeah. CBD, CBDV uh, is going to be like crucial for some of these projects moving forward. So it's something I, I need um, access to if I want to like accurately say what, <laughs> what these are. But yeah. um, in the meantime, the Gatuga is untested, but it was a full CBD strain that was supposed to test in the like, you know, 15 to 18% CBD and a full THC strain, which I created and don't have accurate uh, THC numbers for or anything. But I mean, I, it's definitely THC dominant, which THC is typically dominant over CBD. Um, but there, I've grown out a handful and there are definitely some phenotypes where I notice even more just or less of a head high i even say and just more just chill relaxation but cool. muscle muscle pain I, I deal with some back pain i'm a tall guy and that's what it's really helped me with in regards to sleep it's not just like <laughs> oh it's a narcotic it actually just relaxes my muscles and uh 
I, I notice I just wake up the best and have zero back pain after that's my, my bedtime strain. Um, so that's yeah, what that I need. Nice. I need oh, some yeah. of that. Damn yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So when, well, so when is this going to be, uh, happening? Uh, this one on is, uh, April 6th and it, April it's, 6th. it's coming alongside the sour Parazoso, which is the, the hound dog sloth. Um, and it's actually the F4 of the dog walker. Um, I cool. chose to gave it an Alabrija name for the F4 generation and finally decided to release it. So nice. it's one I, I started back in 2019. Um, got a cutting of Stardog that was popped from a friend. It's not like some famous cut or anything. It was just his keeper cut. Um, and I, I'm unable to keep photo moms unfortunately and so i wanted to you know retain some of the genetics somehow so i was planning to do my first reversal with mephisto's skywalker anyway and i thought it was kind of a good pairing for it and i i've, I've said this before but i uh it's not intended to be like an exact replica of the of the star dog i, I wasn't able to hang on to the cut to back cross it to it and like really dial in all its mm -hmm. characteristics so it really is its own thing it's it's not skywalker whatsoever either it's yeah. a nice pairing of the two um lots of chem lots of fruity kind of cleaner chem cleaner profiles but then there's also some pretty spice rank sausagey um <laughs> terps going on as well sausagey so. Yeah, it, yeah. My wife says like says chorizo a lot, but I get like breakfast sausage. So <laughs> it's all like you know what you grew up with. I guess. Yeah, totally. Um, Sounds good to me. Yeah, mm. makes me think of like paprika and black pepper and like nutmeg maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. There's uh, it it's used in the blues so another one of mine. Um, where I. I pick up a lot of the spice notes but it like carries some black licorice with it often and so i get it from the dog walker but it's just like present in a different way but somehow it's that same spice background and cool it's, it's yeah terps are weird I, <laughs> I, I i look forward to learning a lot more as they're studying a lot are weird. More over the years uh, they're yeah. fascinating what i meant by weird but terps are weird i like no it. Doubt. So I, I want to pick your brain a little bit about the uh, the photo to autocross uh, process. Did you get auto traits on F2 when you were working on that? Did I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Um, that was a full photo. Um, excuse me. Yes. On the F2. I mean, did you did. start to see them like the whole 10% auto phase? Yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse me. I, yeah, I, correct. On the F2s, yes. Um I, that's where I, I found an auto. It was the F ones. There was nothing. It was all all photo, and I, I ran it in a twelve twelve. Um, but yeah, the F twos I found a few, and it wasn't like a huge selection process. Mm -hmm. I ran about twelve. This was in early twenty twenty. It's been a little while, but I think I ran about twelve of them, and I just found a couple, uh, two or three. And I, 
it was easy to find, obviously. I, I just sure. kept the light on 24 hours. And the first ones I noticed, uh, that was the first one I saw put a pistol was the one I used for the reversal. So it right. wasn't like a proud selection moment or anything. <laughs> uh, but it was at the same time that I was like, oh, wow, this is working. Like the auto trade is there. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's way cool. <laughs> well, it'd be, it'd be hard to do any real selection in that phase unless you're growing 100 of them or more, probably, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, I wish I had the the space. And so that's why I've also just continued to work it um, and try to make it the best I can. It, it's worked great as a breeding tool, honestly. Um, it it's, it's awesome on its own, but with the right pairing, it can really like, it always is present. It never gets overshadowed and it always, but it also never overshadows either. I think it always makes a really nice pairing with the, with the right fit. Cool. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, totally, man. So like, so for other people who might call themselves breeders or pollen chuckers, I you know, would adopt that moniker. <laughs> Do you notice uh, anything uh, in your practice that, that catches your eye or your nose on males? You know, is anything I mean, aside from like big clusters, you know, good structure, all that kind of stuff. Is there a, a smell or a specific thing that you've come across where you're like, Ooh, I want that one. Yeah, I mean, this is where, you know, I hear a lot of podcasts and other breeders and I disagree with so much of what's said at times. I, I'm of the stem rubbing camp. Uh, most of what I'm looking for in male is vigor. And again, like terps being a, prof a priority for me, I, I stem rub hard and it's not necessarily what it smells like, but which one has the strongest aromas because yeah. there are, there are little... Awkward. Yeah, there are little trichomes and um, things on, on the stem itself, different types, not the glandulars, but, and they do carry terpenes as well. And so I think it's a good hint at which one at least is going to carry the strongest terp profile in my experience. Um, I've noticed a similar thing or some of them, either the males, I wouldn't, like you said, say that they smell like much specifically, but it's a, it's a strength factor almost like. One of them, when you just touch it, it'll smell right away. And the other ones, you really have to get in there. Yeah, yeah. totally. I, I, I just, well, I had a unique experience this past winter fall run uh, with a purple microdot male. And it literally smelled exactly like an orange creamsicle. I've never <laughs> had one that was such like an easy to pinpoint aroma for me. Um Cool. And so, yeah, I, I actually hit it to a bunch of stuff. Um, and it was also super vigorous it's the same when i'm doing a reversal same as working with regular seeds it's about for me for the pollen donor it's all about vigor and aggressive stem rub and structure that i feel like that's the main thing i can really tell at the time anyway when right. i'm needing to use it yeah obviously if it's ex extremely clustered i i had an egyptian land race male i i had recently that uh, it was just like a it was huge, but it <laughs> was completely loaded with the uh, with pollen sacs and super clustered. That I'm really excited about the offspring from that. Nice, nice. Hell yeah, very cool. Yeah, I'm always curious to ask people like because I uh, listeners will have heard me say this before, but Rasta Jeff said once on one of his old episodes that he looks for males that smell like vomit. <laughs> that those like carry it. that they carry the strongest profile forward in the female. Oh. So I've I've been looking for it, but I haven't really noticed that yet. 
I haven't found vomit. <laughs> I, that Egyptian male I was just referring to, I got a lot of like rose and also kind of sour dill pickles a little bit. Oh, um, damn. So well, yeah. I'm I want them pickle terps. Yeah, dill, love them. Dill. Love them pickle terps. Dill could go either <laughs> way. Dill is a terp. I like it, but it could go either way. I could picture yeah. like that could be a little weird too. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, <laughs> it was a really narrow leaf pheno that that this was a an egyptian land race from the mount sinai area um where where moses uh was that the the, the burning (laughs) (laughs) i'm definitely gonna utilize that in a a strain name dude you have to you have our sphinx (laughs) too perfect not to yeah i mean like there's there's so many good like egypt names to throw out there for for my non-alabrihe crosses just for yeah whatever but um <laughs> oh some of that burning bush man yeah man but anyway it's an old land race that's been selected for many generations for hash production in egypt and it runs it's like super uh easy going it goes out there they get incredibly low freezing temperatures in the desert at night and ridiculously mm. hot temperatures in the day and um and yeah, it's been selected for many generations for hash. So I'm I'm really excited about the possibilities. And I hit it to, again, I said it was a narrow leaf. So I hit it to a bunch of uh, my favorite autoflower narrow leafs, like uh, Spotless Mind uh, from Night Owl. I hit, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. yeah, I hit uh, one of mine that was uh, Bubblegum Queen crossed with my Juicy Alhalora, which is kind of a Durban rooted one. I call it Juicy Queen. And I hit <laughs> that. And I hit uh, Sour Orange Diesel Kush from Mephisto. I hit Orange Bubblegum from Twisted Trees, a few others. But Damn, um, so there's going to be a whole bunch of interesting stuff coming out of that. Yeah. And it was, Sweet. it was, I mean, it was designated as a semi auto flowering land race, but I found this fully auto male on, you know, I popped 10 seeds and found, found one that just started going under you know, 20 <laughs> wow. hours of light. And so I was like, okay, found a winner. Like, <laughs> wow, and then, yeah, it turned out to be super vigorous. It grew past my light, hit the top of the tent, curved back down under the light. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to make some monsters. So um, I'm going to be working on the F2s of the uh of the juicy queen cross of it this uh summer i think oh cool i wonder uh, what made it partially auto like you said mount sinai maybe it was a higher altitude could be why it had some of those traits i'm not sure there's some unusual like semi auto flowers out there if you start looking around in the land races i also have um some from the Sudan that I just popped, which are supposed to, unfortunately they're like really long flowering, but they do trigger into flower automatically. So Ooh, that's, okay. that's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm hitting that in a little narrowly front as well. Um, cool. I, I've heard the ones from Lebanon. I've got Lebanon. I've got Turkey. I've got a few that these are all from the real seed company. Um, oh, okay. Out of UK. And, uh, I just, you know, would read in all their descriptions and I bought every single one on their site that said semi-auto flowering. Cool. And, yeah, just hope to kind of like bring some of these different profiles and most of them carry some, you know, lower levels of CBD as well. So 
I just kind of want to like shake up the the auto gene pool a little bit. Oh um, yeah, that's oh, definitely yeah. what you're doing for sure. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Damn right, dude. Yeah, you got it going on, brother. Mm-hmm. Also, them coffee cups, y'all guys, badass. <laughs> dude, that's everything. Like, that's all my wife, man. Uh, yeah, we, we we just had fun with the branding. Honestly, this I I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur at heart and but this is the first thing i've been a cannabis user since i was 16 and a a daily user since i was 18 and uh you know it's something i just feel so passionate about it's my my medicine my my recreational drug it's my everything it's all i think about all i talk about and so the passion in this project is just there it's something i'm never going to get tired of Mm-hmm. I asked myself, you know, what what would I do with the rest of my life if I never had to work or do anything? I, I think that's your the key to find your you know your path is what would you do if you didn't have to do anything for money? And for me, it was I would grow out a bunch of cannabis seeds and <laughs> cross them yeah. and yeah. make my own strains and see what those do and keep working with it. So it's fun. Nice. That's so cool. It's very yeah. cool. Yeah. Easy, yeah. easily could do it for the rest of my life and not not get tired of it. There's so much out there to explore. <laughs> for sure, yeah, you got that right. So, do you you your drops are always fems, right? They're not regular seeds. They are fems, um, all fems. But I am gonna do a regular drop, um, probably sometime this spring. It's, it's actually, yeah, it's yeah. just gonna be a a t-shirt drop I'm doing in collabs with uh, the Last Prisoner Project. It's gonna be like a drug right or veteran t-shirt but i want it to come with some regular seeds uh to just promote breeding at home um i think it's going to be with that that uh orange creamsicle purple microdot male i mentioned earlier it was one of mine uh called sour gingerbread which was true mac with my dog walker and then that got hit with the the creamsicle male and uh I'm calling it Nancy Ray gun. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a, you know, a bit of a stab at the drug war and the just say yep. no policy. And I want you to just say yes and pop seeds <laughs> and make seeds and let's kind of turn this country around. Um, Perfect name. Very good. Wait that might on. be, that might be the name of the year right there. I think so. I think it might be. Simple, I, I've been having a lot perfect. of fun. I've been having a lot of fun with the like shouting out like Nancy Reagan uh, smoking a blunt, Nancy Reagan smoking a bong uh, on these AI art apps, and just seeing the the photos. And just, uh, so I'll, I'll be sharing some along the way. Oh, that's um, wonderful. Yeah, there. Really you should great. grab grab up NancyRagon.com if you can. Just keep that on the side. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You better do it before the episode comes out. <laughs> you got one day. Yeah. yeah. If you're lucky. How did so how did you get hooked up with Last Prisoner? Did you just reach out to them? I reached out to them. Cool. I uh I was uh locked up for cannabis when I was 18, allegedly okay. selling it. And uh allegedly. I, I was, yeah, allegedly. And I was in jail for three days. And thanks to my, you know, my privileges, I was just got a slap on the wrist and Mm. was out where I think many others in my situation would still be in jail. And I just think that's wrong. And I want to stand up about it and make noise about it. And, you know, 
got by on skin of your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Man, a, you, things could be completely different right now for you. That's wild to think. I just had the money for a great lawyer who happened to be the, the, my judge in my case was his former file clerk. And the, you know, it was just, yeah, that's how it works. Easily slap on the wrist. And I walked out of there, but on, on a year of probation, that was it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So well, it's, it's something that's wrong with this country. In my opinion, it's something I would 100%. like to see changed. And so I just want to, you know, talk about it and promote them. And it's not going to earn a ton of money for them yeah. and their standards, but it'll, no, but it, all, all but, the profits are going to go to them. It'll earn them a little bit of money. And it, it's more just about making a statement with the, with the t-shirts and with the seeds and, you know, talking, talking about it. Talking we, about it. We talk about people being in prison right now while there's cannabis billionaires in the same country, but it's it happening in the same city. In, it's Fe- not, in yeah. Phoenix, there's a kid in jail in Phoenix or in prison in Phoenix for like having four ounces on him or something. And right down the street from billion dollar companies growing cannabis. You know, I, I was talking with that point with my parents just the other day. It's something that really <laughs> makes me angry. Um, and yeah, I think it's definitely something that needs. Those are the first ones. Any legal state that all those, you know, nonviolent cannabis prisoners should be you know, let them go. Come on. Yeah. 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 100%, dude. It's yeah. a shame. Oh, well, we thought we might there for a second, but they used some clever wording and didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a very, that was a very sly move. All the federal uh, charges, <laughs> not the state prisoners, which yeah. no, no one gets picked up for cannabis possession on a federal level. That was such a, yeah, such was a bullshit move. That pissed me off too. <laughs> Right. I almost wonder if they could, I mean, I'm sure they knew it, but I, I'd be curious to hear the talks beforehand. Like, you think we can get away with this? Sure. Try it out. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. They won't notice. They won't notice. They, you know, all that jargon, federal state. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's, that's very cool, man. So you guys are doing a, a t-shirt then and are you designing the shirt? Um, I, I might. It's something I've, I've been so busy lately. I, sure. It's something I would kind of like to, but I might have to reach out to some better, more talented designer friends. Um, I mean, it's simply going to be like a classic sort of veterans logo, you know, Vietnam cool. vet logo or whatever, but like with the drug war veteran and say something about, you know, some some statement that will catch a little bit of attention. Nice. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Right. Um, Hopefully, we're my, not revealing my much. logo and their and their <laughs> and the last yeah and the last prisoner project logo is on the back of the shirt. So very cool, nice. Well, that's that exciting. Name. That name, yeah. <laughs> Nancy Reagan. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I went through that. a I went through a handful of them. I, there might be a a Ronald to follow, a Ronnie to follow up to. Of <laughs> flashing through a whole bunch of uh, illustrations for that in my head now. Was Blackwater showing us one of your pins? Okay. You guys make these really cool little enamel pins out of the logo for the strain too. So, oh, talk, so, talk, so talk, talk about that. Like what all goes when you put a strain out, you put out a bunch of stuff with it. What talk about that and like what goes into that? That yeah, that was all you know partially inspired by uh Daz and also Mephisto. Um, I always thought it was really cool how Mephisto did like the the strain art for each strain. 
But I thought it was odd too that you didn't like get the sticker when you bought that strain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, and for the longest time, none of them were even available. But it's like they had the artwork. How hard could it be to you know get the <laughs> stickers printed up and like throw one in the pack when you get it? So that that was for me like an easy one. I was like, oh, I, people would love this. Just I, mm-hmm. I that's something I wanted. Uh, I, I made what I wanted to see. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's been it make it kind of come to life a little bit more. And when you make this creature with a personality and, and it was Daz who, you know, I got some night owl pins, but I just made it more strain specific. I, I thought the pins were really cool and people have been into it. Um, yeah. I like the collectability aspect. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. part yeah. of the fun. Like yeah, I, I couldn't so cool. tell you how many times I bought seeds from night out just because I wanted all the shit that came with it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> right. Yeah. It is fun. I mean, it's like, it's a little fun opening thing for adults. You know, it's all Mm -hmm. these kids with the the prizes and all the toys these days. And we've lost that as adults. And what do we put our passion in? Cannabis and buying cannabis seeds. And we all have an addiction. So when you can take the process one step further and it's like, not only are you going to enjoy growing this plant and then you're going to enjoy smoking it, you're going to have a fun time like opening the package. And I want you to have a fun time, like getting your adrenaline up for a drop uh, and, you know, like actually making the purchase. There's a lot of phases that come before you even put the seed in the dirt. And I think making those, you know, fun and enjoyable and it's, it's fun for me marketing wise and being creative too. But um, I I want it to be just fun for our, our customers and, and, kind of build these personalities behind each strain that that's another is just that all, most most drops from various breeders they'll release a whole line with the same pollen donor all at once and i like to kind of just do uh, i'll eventually maybe do a few more but so far it's just been one or two at a time and i you know talk about it for a long time building up to the release so you kind of know what to expect you kind of get the idea of the creature by the time it's even you know the drop has come around yeah i've liked your latest ones on balance katuga it's fun so i already feel like i casually have an idea of what it is and it hasn't even come out yet so it's it's working yeah yeah i mean a lot of other breeders are just going to tell you the cross names and like no description you know whatsoever and yeah that just doesn't get me that excited to be honest i, I kind of want to know what i'm getting into and so mm-hmm. i appreciate that man yeah totally man so we were talking uh on the side a while back i had asked you about just uh best practices and distributing seeds and stuff and i was going to mention since then had looked up and it was actually just last year in 2022 that the department of justice ruled or was it the doj ruled or the dea announced one of those two forgive me that yeah. uh that cannabis seeds are like fully legal fully unregulated because they it, don't contain thc it was the yeah. DEA that came and made that announcement and it cool. was nice to just like have that as like it was already legal it didn't that that didn't wasn't like a law change or anything happening there but just them right. making the public statement was was awesome and it's great for our community to just feel like at least yeah. the seed sales and the seed going through the mail and all that part of the process is all legit legal zero yep. worries you know yeah i think there was a lot of mis i mean i i personally had some misunderstanding about it and i've heard other people have the same thinking thinking that it's a gray area or that it may have been 
but it is nice now to just have it clarified. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Take the sweat off, you know? Yeah, for Definitely. sure. Just a little yeah. reassurance. Mm-hmm. Damn right. I mean, how many, how many other seed, com- seed banks and stuff like that have showed up since that was made? You know, like a lot of people feel a lot more relaxed now on it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Everybody's mm-hmm. trying to finally chilling. <laughs> I remember when I stopped the first couple of packs of seeds, I used Bitcoin to get. And I yeah, right. when I stopped, I just used my debit card one day, like, fuck this. Like, just yeah, you just right, have you know? to jump through hoops <laughs> yeah. to like, make a payment. Now it's like Apple Pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it's, it's so funny how quickly that changed, even though the law was always always that way. I mean, it's it's still important to put that disclaimer that, you oh, know, yeah. from the breeder's standpoint, that this isn't for intention yeah. for any legal use, you know, Souvenirs. it's totally on you, the user, it's... if, you know, you shouldn't germinate this, these are not for germination, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's, right. uh, but obviously we all know what's going to happen. It's a hemp snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you work out and then you, you pop a couple of hemp, hemp seeds in your mouth, you know? Totally. I mean, it, it's it's cool that you know it. You could literally sell them in retail stores anywhere in the country or most most states. I think I, I think there's a couple that might not allow CBD or hemp products or whatnot. But yeah, probably. Um, yeah, it's cool that you know my local CBD store could you know in theory carry my seeds. I, I don't really want to put myself out there yeah. like that, but right. Uh, yeah, cool. It's cool that, that would be cool just to. Walk into a store and go get some seeds. I want to start seeing people put them up at farmers markets. If you got a little seed run, go put up a booth. You know, make it fun. Yeah. Make some pamphlets. Right. Describe it to people. Fuck it. Hell yeah. Over, <laughs> overgrow. Well, do it, Rudy. Do it. <laughs> I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah. a romantic idea. Yeah. Right, right there next to the grass-fed meat and the cage-free eggs and all that. Uh-huh. That right the there, brother. Water. When this you show is, us something on screen, we have no idea. People, listeners don't know what uh, we're doing. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> always forget about that. It's a little blues rosa rosin. That's what I'm I'm puffing on right now. Actually, sweet. Yeah, so I was holding my phone up to the camera every time that happens. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> yeah, no. a little rosin. Oh so, yeah. yeah you now, now you know what I'm talking about, so I don't have to describe what I'm talking about. So it's cool. <laughs> um, I was gonna say that's that's what it's all about, right there, dude. That's happiness yeah. in a jar. Like, tell me about your process, please. So, yeah, I mean, we got that press. We have a a Nug Smasher OG. It's like a 12-ton press. It doesn't have the the pressure gauge, unfortunately, but we've had it for a few years now. I think we got it, like, on 420 of 2020. And, uh, yeah, we just sort of made the commitment. We wanted to start, like, using rosin and vaping concentrates instead of smoking so much. The the initial goal was to just try to smoke a little less, but lately yeah. it's actually been like, Oh, we only use rosin now or, or 90% of it. And yeah. I, I, I feel better about my long-term, you know, long health and cannabis use, uh, right. Switching to rosin, but yeah, I, I only do flower rosin. I've, I have like, I I've made, bubble hash many times in the past and I have the washer and all the bags and whatnot. And I, I have mean, even pressed some of that, but it's like, this is good. beautiful rosin, dude. Thanks man. I mean, this mm-hmm. is really pretty. It's, I mean, it's not dark at all. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's very light. Uh, and I've, I've had lighter and clearer. I, the bounce Katuga in particular, actually it came out like it comes out crystal clear and I've wow. been able to just like uh-huh. fill vape cartridges with, 
zero additives. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it's got to be a good quality cartridge. I use yeah, yeah, yeah. C cell ones. That, that's that's what I got. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, that one and one other like GMO auto uh for uh mica fight solutions shout out um his gmo and my balance gatuga are the only two i've ever gotten like the texture where i could just like i could tell it was like warm honey at room temperature i was like oh these can like go right in car car worthy (laughs) with nothing else Uh, i've made just like distillate carts for people in the past and with just added terpenes only but what's your temps like by oh for pressing. pressing yeah um so i start off my first one is at like 183 184 this is just flower rosin uh, oh, again yeah. um that's what we do yeah yeah i mean like oh, for yeah. the, home, the home user without a freeze dryer flower, flower rosin is really the answer i, I would love to it press is. my bubble it just doesn't it, it's too dark it's been oxidized by the time it actually dries yeah. out so yeah. it's just not it's not worthy but um but yeah, uh, 183, 184, um, I do like a little 30 second warm up, and then I go full on for, you know, three and a half more minutes. Um, uh, so you go, when you go down, you go down and then you stay down until it's time. I, yeah. I'm not putting like as a hundred percent pressure. I weigh like, I can see the seam. I mean, uh-huh. I'm doing a 90 micron. I use the rosin evolution bags 90. and I can usually see the edge of the seam of the bag, like right in between the plates. And mm-hmm. so when I see that first bit of oil run, I'll, I'll like, after I give it each crank, I'm not trying yeah. to, like, I'm definitely pressing, but I'm not giving it full pressure. Yeah. But as soon as I see that oil start to run, then I, I, quit uh applying pressure and just let it do its thing for another by that point it's about three more minutes three minutes wow okay cool no I'm, I mean, that was, that I'm was a very, a, very crucial info so that, that was good info yeah because yeah. i mean I'm my doing thing additional, is sorry go no ahead. you're good <laughs> no go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say i'm doing another two presses but those are going for like edibles um so I, there's still more to get out of it but i just want that first press to be like is what yeah. we actually you know oh made. definitely and i mean my thing is with pressing a lot of people get them and then they don't realize how like you have to really fine-tune your method like you know what i mean you're not just gonna yeah you can throw it in there and get some rosin out of it but you really to get your money's worth out of you know the whole process you really want to you know it takes some time to nail it down um we were starting to get really good right before we quit pressing there for a while and uh <laughs> so every time we did it, it we got better we got better every time so it's just like a matter of the temperature for me I, I wasn't satisfied with the amount I was getting. And I, instead of just letting it go, then I'd turn the temp up, you know, I'm trying to. Totally. 500 that, degrees. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> no, no it was like, it was like 200, um, 200, well, between 180 and 205, I believe it was like somewhere in there is where we were kind of hanging out at, um, testing each one, just trying to see, uh, is that 90 micron? Yeah. I believe it's 90 micron as well. So yeah, that seems to be a pretty, to. pretty solid bag. Yeah. Yeah, like by my third press, I go all the way up to 210. I do full on pressure and I do it for a full five minutes just to get everything out I can. And that just yeah. gets into a separate jar for edibles. Yeah, right. Nice. Now, are you um, are you bottle tech? 
or are you uh no i have a pre-press mold it's oh, a little, little rectangle two by four rectangle ah, yeah, yeah um okay. mine mine's from dab press um yep. we, we've been talking about this in my discord a lot lately um shout out to howling buds is like just getting started on pressing some rosin lately he's, he's pressing my my juicy ahalora he just grew shout out and, yeah. yeah what up man and uh yeah so we've just been talking about the tech lately um yeah i do like between seven and eight grams in the in the pre-press mold he told me it says two by four when you buy it but the internal dimensions are significantly less which is important because he was actually struggling on fitting his bricks in the bags he got i don't know what brand uh bags or or pre-press mold he has but anyway it's a thing so yeah like definitely make sure you're you get the right pre-press mold that matches up with the right bags but um yeah i press seven or eight grams at a time and yeah 90 micron has become my like favorite so i only buy that rosin evolution bags not all bags are equal that's for sure um, <laughs> i press the same amount of the same you- flour and different brands of bags and you can get way different returns and you see a lot leftover stuck in some others do you uh turn your bags inside out i do i turn them inside out i i'm really anal about it i turn them inside out i cut out the extra seam and then i flip them back the other way um because i just feel like i was losing extra right. in the like excess seam i just thought it was dumb and so why can't they just sell that I don't know yeah. why. Why do you still have to make <laughs> custom? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be it'd be really nice, especially when I like have a fresh harvest. And you know, I, a big part of what people don't understand about rosin is that harvesting for rosin and drying and curing for rosin and the freshness of your flower are probably the most important factors in getting like a really nice quality. Yeah. I I look for like only just the first signs of amber trichomes, mostly cloudy. There'll be still be a handful of clears as well. But I, I've started for my personal preferences on testers. I've, I've started harvesting earlier and I, I found that I get better terps in the end on my rosin. And nice. I do, uh, you know, 60-60 dry, try to get it uh, done in about, you know, 10 to 14 days. And then... Now are you more than a two week cure two two to four weeks is pretty ideal and then i want to be pressing it beyond six weeks it's usually in my household considered too old the rosin's going to be too dark we just won't go to it and i uh it's better off being flower for the volcano at that point <laughs> exactly so let me ask you how about a uh, photo period versus auto like when you're pressing is that uh do you have a preference or is it you you found about I have never pressed a photo period. I grow oh, really? like almost no photo periods unless it's gonna mm-hmm. be for an autoflower cross now. All I've had lately was I did a, a Mazar uh Sharif this past year. Um besides that, I haven't grown many photo periods at all lately. I'll be popping some papaya melons from Bloom Seed Company. Uh, again, working on an autoflower project this year, but um, I I may end up pressing it, but it's going to be loaded with seed. But 
I mean, obviously that, that one's like definitely meant for rosin and meant for concentrates. Um, that's why I specifically want to work with some of Bloom's famous rosin strains, but, um, yeah, no, I, I, I wish, I wish I had the space to do more photos. I'm, I'm an auto guy through and through. Nice. <clears throat> we all want more space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm planning on doing with it. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I love your uh, <laughs> Blackwater's having Sorry, I just I just coughed. Um, I, I was going to say that's what I plan on doing outside um, this year. All those autos I'm planning on doing them. I'm just going to press them all. Right. On. Just 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 get my practice in and and have that shit mastered by the time I get to the last plant. Damn right. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm going to press that whole thing. Um, that's it'd the be plan. interesting. It'd be yeah. interesting to like stagger your harvest too and compare the rosin outcome, yeah. you know, some earlier to some later. Yeah. Cause I mean, I got this 12 ton dab press. So, I mean, <laughs> I might as well use it. Put, put <laughs> it's just it sitting in the closet, right? Yeah. yeah. Mine just collects dust. <laughs> yeah. Yours is literally <laughs> sitting in the garage on a cabinet, like ready to go. But yeah, yeah I'll just plug it, it in. But still, <laughs> it's just sutter chilling. I need yeah. to use it more, man. It's just fucking yeah. hard to get Well, out it's there. just a matter of getting, you know, enough shit to run through it, you know, because that's yeah, the well, thing. I've got that, but yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, the it's, time, the time, it's time. it there. is time consuming. Okay. It really is. You gotta, you gotta kind of like decide. Okay, I'm gonna go do this right now. Yeah, <laughs> it, it actually has become to feel like work in, in, yeah. har- in harvest season. I feel like I need to be pressing, doing two presses a day, just to like. Yeah, finish pressing on the material because yeah. then it's like another three months. Yeah, where same situation. My my press is just sitting there stagnant for another three months before I have a round of testers ready to press. And uh, yeah, so then when when it is time, it's like full on go. I'm pressing every day for a month. Um, Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you quickly like dial in some of your practices and get experience and get faster at your own little process. I've, I've dialed mine in. I can do a, a press set up to finish clean up in, in 30 minutes. Um, so it's Damn right. Now do you use a, uh, a cold plate when you're, when you're removing it? Yeah. I just actually, I buy like uh, marble tiles at Lowe's and they're super cheap. They're like three or four bucks for a tile. And I just keep like six of them in my freezer and genius. Yeah, they work. Right. They work great. You like, you might need to move. In fact, they get so cold, you'll at times just need to move on and off of them to sort of yeah. just keep it where I don't want it to. Sometimes because yeah, like, then it just like it just <laughs> shatters and yeah. it just like turns to dust. And I don't want it. To Your fingers got freckles. Have my dog lick it up. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, you'll move off and on until like once once the tile is like warmed up a little bit it'll just be like right at a perfect yeah you know, temp where you're just like you scrape like and it just comes up super easy oh yeah <laughs> yeah i can't do shit without the cold plate man i found that out real quick uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the strains like really high in terpenoline are like real greasy too yeah. and even with a cold plate uh, like a super fresh one out of the freezer it can still be really greasy and and for that one i use like a small little offset spatula and i'll just like rapidly hit the back of it up and down and it, it manages to like all collect on the back of the little, <laughs> the little <laughs> spatula and then i just scrape it off with another one so but i haven't had one of those in a while since uh bubblegum queen a few years back oh yeah she was something have you ever tried uh any hand rubbing in your day i have not but i'm just you know, curious 
besides just like from being in trim jail no yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do i happen to think you know charas are the coolest thing on the planet where they actually just like let the plant keep growing and they'll do multiple rounds well i mean that's the original live resin right there but um literally it was never even chopped the plant is still alive um, <laughs> but no, but besides, uh, I've never done it myself. Um, I think it'd be fun to try to like set aside a crop for that. And then I guess what you just put on the Lord of the Rings trilogy a few times. And <laughs> yeah. Just, you know. Hell yeah. That's I like how that's your version of telling time as well. Like that's what I was thinking in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be a couple of weeks. Lord of the Rings is always a good one to put on. You know, that'll be three and a half hours. You're good. Just some yeah. long fucking movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> <laughs> we watch it once a year the, the trilogy love mm-hmm. it no it's the best it really is it, it's always good mm-hmm. read all the books and I, it I holds took, i took a lord of the rings class in high school nice, oh, nice. you're yeah. my kind of dude yeah i did it in college wait we, we there was a lord of the rings class the first year in college yeah, yeah. Nice. nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a senior elective for me we, we read so all cool. three books watched all three mo- movies and wrote a paper about each one that was the whole mm-hmm. class but it was mm-hmm. awesome all the symbolism and detail so much fun totally i'm a huge led zeppelin fan too and they, they reference lord of the rings a lot. yes so yes they was, do that was yes, another they do. like young in my age young in my age. yeah back when i was a teenager that was something that like furthered my love of lord of the rings sweet nice oh man i was about to make a fool out of myself no i ain't gonna do that I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it i was about to scream some lyrics out <laughs> you don't want to hear you don't want to hear my robert plant impression um, yeah i do <laughs> do we want to you gonna let you gonna let out with it no, I can't do it. I can't. No, Robert, no I can't Robert do it on the spot. Like, it has to come out of the blue. On the spot. I'll think about it. Maybe, off. maybe it'll, maybe it'll resurface later in the episode. Cool. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um, yeah. So also, I just, I just messaged the group. Um, I so I ate two, two uh, brownies from the dispo that were dropped off all ago, and uh, shout out Lil Red and from the Discord. But anyway, <laughs> it just hit me. <laughs> i was like man i haven't smoked in a long time and then i was like wait why do i feel like this oh that's right i ate those brownies oh that's fun <laughs> nice that's a nice surprise it just came from the deck back here somewhere sorry yeah, i just we, derailed the show again i'm sorry no totally we gotta make this fun i'm gonna i'm gonna i gotta read out what you said so blackwater said y'all right that's the first message y'all so i ate two brownies from the dispo before show earlier and that was it. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, mayday, mayday. I didn't know if it was going to continue going down or if it was going to chill right here. It looks like we're chilling now, so we're good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so God, it's just up on I'm you. going down. <laughs> no, I, I love a good full-on edibles high every now and then. I don't do it too often anymore. Yeah. But, uh, no, I don't think it was that strong anyway. It just kind of came out of nowhere. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it was two. I think it was. she said it were t- 10, 10 milligrams each 10 something 10 something i don't know what it was i had two of them right on Damn, nice. that that's it didn't uh, seem like it would do it low tolerance brother yeah it's hitting me because it's like well, <laughs> yeah if you don't edible that often yeah i don't yeah, uh we have, all... I do have those uh i do have those uh gummies that he makes but i haven't had them in about a week or so so i've seen um, all re- all manner of reactions i saw a friend of mine's mother poor woman she was fine 
but on maybe three milligrams, like the tip of really? a tip of a toothpick of RSO, tiniest, tiniest little drop. And yeah, she was gone for like three hours. <laughs> so it just depends, but hadn't had anything like that for many years, you know. So really, yeah. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's the the bioavailability on edibles is like between only like four to twenty percent actually gets through the liver and enters the bloodstream. So it's like yeah. micro amounts can like really set people off. It's pretty crazy. Mm. Wow. And even I, I notice like if I've gone without taking any RSO for a while, then just a small dose will get me. For sure. Yep. Yeah, my, my aunt likes two milligrams, gets her pretty high. And it's, yeah, it's shocking. My, my wife, <laughs> yeah, my wife is shocking. like tiny, can like easily do 75 and like not feel much at all. You know, everyone's mm. just so different. Yeah, I also think it's the method in which you smoke or and or vape or whatever. I think that has a lot to do with it, too. I really do. Because there's sometimes where I, I could sit here and I could just clear a bowl and whatever, you know, and then I go vape and it's like, boom. You know, sometimes so it's like I don't know. You know I wonder face. Yeah, yeah. I'm noticing that right now, but it's something about fresh flour. Like I'm smoking some that's fresh out of the dry, and it's a lot stronger. I oh yeah, like yeah. Way harder. Yeah, yeah. The, the AA tester that I chopped from uh, Green Guy. Holy shit, man! The other day I was I was <laughs> yeah. I was high as shit, and it, it was just like one <laughs> one little bull hit. But man, it hit me so hard. <laughs> I mean, it, it's how I've learned to, you know, avoid tolerance breaks for so long is just, you just switch method or switch strain. It, it's yeah. really you yeah. build up strain tolerances or method tolerances, you know, I mean, yeah. yeah, there's an overall like endocannabinoid system tolerance that if you were like to just quit smoking for two weeks, you're going to get high as shit when you come back. But yeah. I mean, if you just switch from vaping some rosin to flower vaping, take a bong rip here or there, do some edibles every now and then, you know, like yeah. just switch it up. You'll you'll stay high. You don't. Oh, you yeah. Don't, you don't always mm -hmm. have to do a tolerance break. Mm -hmm. Now, since you're uh, pretty knowledgeable about terpenes, and I don't want to put you on the spot, I don't know how like how much knowledge you have, but are you aware of like what's associated with the giggle factor? And like what terps might be attached to that? That's so funny. No, I'm not, <laughs> honestly. Um, I mean, love the giggles, um, <laughs> but I I don't know what profile. It's they're so nuanced that you know, something like limonene, for example, in very low doses, it's super uplifting, but then mm -hmm. all of a sudden in higher doses, it, it can be quite narcotic. And then you throw in terpenoline and it's uplifting again. You know, it's, <laughs> there's so many like nuances to a, a terpene profile that we don't have the research done to like yeah. accurately say what's what, you know, fully, um, I, yeah. you know, I think they're doing more studies on by the day, but it's just because our our government didn't allow even research on it by except for by their own government, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they weren't researching which, what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. they, they yeah. were so far behind. Um, that was all done at University of Mississippi, I think. Um, so I imagine it's got to be so completely subjective to everybody's system as well. That, that's another huge. Yeah. Thing. yeah, we're all very different. Our Indo cannabinoid systems is almost like a, a fingerprint it's everyone's is wired somewhat differently and we will mm -hmm. all you know just like we all look different we all feel different we you know 
Mm -hmm. So we're going to pick up differences. That said, yeah, there's like, you can accurately say most of the population will, you know, feel this effect from this profile. But there's definitely going to be a handful of outliers who, you know, might get the opposite, might get nothing. Like I guess I I really like strains that would give some friends of mine like a full on panic attack. But for me, it it makes me like, like everything focuses really well. I can get a lot done. I think it just kind of quiets down the periphery. So it's almost like Adderall, though I hate to make that description. You know, I, I, that. that was that was my next thing that I was about to say when yeah. you said that it was yeah it's so odd that you know Adderall for most people is an upper but for people with ADHD it you know causes them to focus better um, mm-hmm. so yeah it's just again everyone's different yep totally yeah Shit's and wild. I, I'm super ADHD and always have been I was, I was you know in the special testing room in high school with all the other ADD kids and it was it was crazy the like the back door would open during the middle of the test every single kid's head turns around (laughs) but uh yeah it's something i really struggle with and especially with the likes of instagram and discord like i can get really distracted through the day and oh for uh, sure i'm i'm trying to work on on more strains that i think can like help with my focus I think pinene is one of the keys. I'm, I'm looking for more piney strains. I know pinene like reduces the memory loss factor of THC. I think it just gives a little more clear headed high in general. So definitely working on, and the piney pirata you mentioned is certainly one uh, that's one I like with pine and it's meant to hopefully be one that's a little more daytime friendly for people that might get distracted. That's awesome that you say that. I noticed that for myself too. It's like pine, citrus, and then that rubbery eraser kind of profile. Those are good, like energetic uh, signatures for me. I guess that's what I would look for. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I I agree with all of that. Totally. Cool, nice. I, yeah, I mean, I I want personally for myself that that's what my my breeding goals mostly are i mean i want i think what resonates with me will resonate with others in the community but i'm making things that i want to try out to see if they can like help me as someone who's going to be using weed no matter what strain it is all day every day i you know want to be able to like nuance my day and say oh like i've got a lot of shit to do today i need this one in the morning so i can feel happy and calm but very focused and get my work done or oh it's friday i'm you know fucking around today like i want to get a little more stone but still want something daytime friendly you know oh, i've got this one you know yeah etc so yeah the, i'm just trying to work on different things so a, a lot of cbd will come into play I, I deal with anxiety and things so um yeah i, I want to do a lot more mixed ratio work in the future nice cool so this may be an odd question but i'm just going to roll with it popped into my head so we talk all about cannabis but have you ever tried any other uh herbal approaches to some of these issues like kava or uh kratom or anything like that i've i've done kava actually pretty steady for a couple of years a couple of years ago i haven't since then but i've never tried kratom kava yes i've never tried kratom either um uh, but I have seen that Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia episode about it, and it does seem very interesting. Um, but Kratom, yeah, I've, I've found it to be really relaxing. I mean, excuse me, Kava, I find to be really relaxing. And um, like a, I, I quit drinking alcohol three years ago, and I, I think it's an awesome alternative to that. I think 
I think we'll see probably a lot more Kava pop up in the years to come. Um, I had a friend, I used to work on a organic farm and I had a friend who had worked on a Kava farm in Hawaii and had a bunch of cuttings sent over. So I've grown it as well. Um, though it is difficult, especially in my neck of the woods. And I I think y'all's neck of the woods would be pretty tough too. Very hard. Um, but it's, uh, it's such a cool plant. And yeah, I do think cannabis is not the only, I'm very interested in different types of plant medicines for sure. Now, did you do the, uh, the, like, uh, micronized, like blended cover? Did you actually like massage it with your hands in the bowl, like do the whole traditional thing? I have not done the traditional, um, mine was always dried and made into a, a tea brew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. But yeah, it's, uh, I, I actually never had a successful harvest with any of my little cuttings. Oh, um, well, that was all takes... from, that was all from like purchased kava. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it I takes like three to three to four years just to get going, doesn't it? At the, at the outset. Yeah, and it actually really likes light exposure. The the root is what you're going for, and the root lights light exposure. So a friend and I were the friend who worked on this farm and had the cutting scent. We were talking about just like starting it as a house plant business um, cool. in like clear vases and things. And uh, this is something you would grow for a few years and then eventually harvest and use. Um, but they make cool house plants for sure. Um, but the, we were testing them to see if we thought they could like survive in our environment. And I think your average home, uh, is not going to be able to sustain, sustain them. So yeah, kind of let it, let it fizzle out. I almost wonder, I know there's more than one farm in Hawaii, but the, I used to get kava from gourmet Hawaiian kava. This company is what they were called. And it made me wonder if that was where your friend helped out. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah, I actually don't even know the name of the farm you were. They, they do. They, it's a also a banana farm. They do a lot of other stuff as well. Cool, cool, cool. But I think banana is a big part of what they do. They they have this like banana soft serve business spinoff that's <laughs> cool. like, called Banan that's become popular in Hawaii. There's right always on. money in the banana stand. Yeah. <laughs> well, shout out to if if any of our listeners already know about kava. Some may not, and if you don't, it's an interesting thing to look into. Uh, yeah, I've not known about this. Yeah, it's a it's a Pacific Island root that you you basically make a tea out of, and then you drink that. And it has it acts on the GABA receptors, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, not alone, but that's a big part of it. And uh, just gen- there's different strains of kava. There's ones that are more sedative and ones that are more uplifting, just like cannabis. Um, and then there's in the that Pacific Island culture, there's kava bars. I had the pleasure of going to one in California one time, and it was all like island dudes. So I walked in, it was like the only white dude. And they were just like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> he <laughs> like, lost. Oh, I want to try some. They're but, becoming more popular. There's a Kava bar in yeah. my city. Um, but I, yeah. haven't, I haven't been yet, actually. This was fun. I mean, they so everybody was in, because I started asking all the nerd questions about like, what, you know, is this like organic or where did it come from? You know, so then they that piqued their curiosity. We ended up playing pool for a couple of hours and just talking about Kava and they would make nice. big bowls of it. It was like a big, like two or three gallon bowl. And then you would have ladles and you would just ladle some out into your cup. And, you know, so Sick. yeah, this was pre COVID. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's very cool. Man. So what is it? What, is, what does it taste like? Tastes like shit. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm glad I asked. There, I there's think. a, there's a commercial tea company. It's like, uh, 
I wish I could think of the name off the top of my head. It's like one of the, I think it might be Yogi T. I think it's the one that has like a little like inspirational quote on, on each little T tab, but they do two different Kava's uh, blends that my wife actually likes and has used many times before bed. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting, I used it for a similar uh, thing as what you're talking about. So I quit drinking myself and it was, it was good for that right at the outset to just to balance things out. Um, totally. Yeah. I started drinking a ton of kombucha when I, when I quit drinking and and way too many microbes in my system. Uh, so I I had to back off. So you had, you OD'd on, on microbes. (laughs) Let's just, let's just, uh, might give you, might give you the runs a little little too much. Don't want to. I was trying to replace my beer habit with, you know, I'm shitting my So I want to be like pounding like a couple every day um, (laughs) when I first quit. But shitting microbes microbes over here, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Put that in your pot. Uh, I'll I'll look forward to Brack's meme of that. Yeah. Yeah. Shitting microbes all over the place. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, no, I'm over here. I've been stalking your Instagram. That's what I've been doing. Oh, cool. nice. I was looking through, seeing if there was anything that I might have missed. And there is actually quite a few things that I hadn't seen. I'm like, oh damn. Stupid algorithms, man. <laughs> but uh that's cool, man. You have a lot going on, dude. That's cool. And and the thing is the fact that you're able to to have a vision, know exactly what the hell you want to do, and then know what its counterpart should be like that's being able to do that for the community in general and just putting it out there and having it be available is is fucking awesome dude like it's great thanks man yeah, yeah good I job. Mean, it's progressed a long way and you know it's constantly evolving i i started as i mentioned working on all these mixed ratios and decided like i don't think it's an, uh, the Alabria genetics is necessarily a, an appropriate avenue for all of these. So I think, you know, this fall, I plan to launch a little like spinoff of more mixed ratios and specifically medicinal strains at a lower price point, more regularly available, not just drop style. Um, yeah. Really? Cause I just care. I want the community now, to have access to that kind of thing too. How do, how does it work with your drops? Cause I, I hear there's some that you don't bring back or is it every single cross is just one run, one, one, and, done. Run. one, and, one done. and done, okay. one and done. One and done. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that's part of the, that's the what day. makes it special though. I mean, yeah, that was the whole thing. I was yeah. just trying to like, Hey, it's, I've got a million projects on the back burner. Like I don't have time to keep going back and working Blues into the next generation and the next. And, and honestly, yeah. we get bored of smoking it over and over. I, I was working on that for a long time and we were smoking it. Blues still am <laughs> for, uh, you know, the last few years and we're just, I'm ready to move on. Uh, yeah, it's a great, something different, fantastic strain, but there's a million fantastic strains out there and more to make. Um, so that's yeah, the one that always caught my eye was the blues it, It's a frosty it's a pretty... beast. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, Gets it very is. colorful. That was a blueberry slushy from Rockbud cross with my my dog walker. Yeah. Um and yeah, so no, they're all one and done. It's it's get there, be there at the drop, hope you grab a pack and then, you know, because you're not gonna see it again. And it, it partially goes to the limited collector's item thing too. I don't want to always have to go back and yeah. reorder stickers and pens. It's yeah. just 
It makes it more special. Yeah, it's true. more fun. It's just more fun for me. And I, hopefully. You and know. like I said, the collectability, once again, like it's, it's, it's a thing that people can look forward to and be like, oh, this is it. Yeah, yeah totally. You know, yeah. I got my pen. You didn't, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that, that's, that's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's that, that's how it works. And I mean, you'll see these pens being auctioned off now here shortly when you get bigger. Shit. I've, we've had you a lot the OG? of people ask. You yeah. got the OG pen? Oh man. <laughs> I've already had a lot of people ask about some of the first few and I see, said, you know, sorry, we only had a limited number and it, like whatever the number of pen was sort of was partially determined how many packs we released because i just you know yeah. I do you write on the backs of myself. the pen do you write on the backs of the pen with the number no nah, no nah, uh, but uh, that's another packs. thing you could do to make it even more like you'd be like totally got number two, <laughs> you got number two. <laughs> well, yeah. well, our pack our packs are numbered um cool it, mm. one one by one so like the okay, that's pack cool. itself just not the pen just so people pen, will yeah. like in our tangy tube iguana grow along people were saying you know i was packed 47 or packed oh that's cool that's cool yeah, so that's that's your pen number too <laughs> yeah 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 that's so, cool that's yeah they cool. do they are numbered they are very limited um very so cool man i like balance, that it's a nice touch balance katuga there's only yeah. going to be 50 ish packs available and sarah perzo so 100 ish um <laughs> so yeah they, they don't last too long our drops have been selling out a little quicker each time um oh yeah so yeah your yeah. name's out there dude i mean it's yeah oh yeah seeing it, i'm seeing it from every direction now i mean it's it's out well, there dude especially people are looking for flavor and you've got yourself associated with that yeah. already pretty much so just yeah. keep rolling with it yeah. and your pictures are fantastic too dude like yeah. your your shots are great everything related to cannabis is just such a pet i love sitting yeah like, i can sit and take photos of my plants for hours um and it's something I, I love photography but i'm not that great at it but i you know yeah. no, you're pretty damn hours. good you're pretty well, damn good. I, I, until i get one decent shot you know that you know yeah. I can, I got you. Um, are you using like, do you have like a nice SLR? Or are you just going with a phone or what do you, what do you uh, No, it's a Canon old rebel. It, it's kind of old now, but I do. I was just talking with a uh, joint custody the other day. I'm, I'm due for a, a camera upgrade here soon. Cool. Um, definitely going to use some business funds for that one. Uh, <laughs> treat treat, treat myself. Yeah. A buddy of mine uh, just got a nice camera and I, I was, had been thinking like i don't need a camera but then i saw some of the photos like oh man i really i really want one <laughs> i mean it's just such a step up yeah yeah it, it makes a difference honestly it, it, like you guys mentioning it i've had a lot of people mention it it makes a difference than just if you put your you know nice looking photos of your plants on your page versus just putting anything you just took with your phone yeah you know, it does. All the time. like yeah when, when you're trying to build a brand i think yeah. i think that's a helpful for sure. Yeah, you want something to stand out. Be eye catching, yeah. you know. Yeah. Totally. Pops and it pops too, man. <laughs> Every one of those pop. Like, damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. Um, now do you always release like two strains? Up to together? this point, it up to this point, it's only been one each time. Our first three drops were just one. It was the tangy tibaguana, juicy ahalora, then the blues rosa. Now this is going to be the first drop coming up in April where we're going to do two. Um, so yeah, the sour pears us and the balance Katuga. And in the future, like I think I'm only going to do two more drops this year. I'm, I've decided to just do one each season. So April's the spring drop. 
uh, August will be the summer drop and I've got enough ready and have the alabrihas that I've been pondering for a long time and the testers have been run and I've got enough where I think the second two drops or the last two drops this year are both going to be three uh, dropped at once. So Ooh, it'll, nice. it'll change each yeah. time. It just depends yeah. on what's ready. But um, I, each one of our strains always comes with an equal amount of a different variety of testers too. So I also have to make sure I have like some different testers that I've also tested um, at least a little bit running mm. a couple of them just to make sure it's, that's cool. And you said, what are, what are they, seven packs or nine packs? They're, what, what, yeah, what, they come in seven, seven, seven of the main variety, but then you get seven of the freebies. So yeah. you get 14 autofem seeds per pack, plus the, you know, the collectible strain pens and art and stickers. Solid. That's that's cool, man. Seven packs of fems. Like, you don't see many people doing that. No. Well, part, you know? of, the, part of the is because we're only going to release it once, you know? Yeah. So I want to make sure you've got enough seeds where you can pop a few see if you like it maybe you want to trade a few for the other one you missed maybe you want to like save a few for a couple years down the line when you're ready to run it again you know you never Mm -hmm. know so since i don't want to just give like three or even even five just didn't seem like quite enough um, yeah when when it's just like a one-time thing yeah and good on you for doing that man that's awesome damn right totally thanks man yeah and uh doesn't it do does some of your proceeds or something like that go to like a dog foundation or something? Yeah, it's it's not like a real legit charity or anything. It's literally my wife and I, we use uh, some of the money to buy dog food when we go down on trips to Mexico. And so we, cool. We cool. feed the street dogs. And on our last trip this past year, we managed to find a home for one a cute little chihuahua. Um, cool. Who nice. desperately needed a home, but yeah, we call it save the paras. It's just our, like, it's something, it's a bigger dream of ours and we're actually not even able to spend all the money we allot, uh, each trip. Um, so it's something we'll continue saving and, uh, we have dreams of moving down to Mexico one day and we'd like to start more of like a, a proper, you know, um, humane society type thing. Um, That's cool. Cool. There's, yeah. a few, there's a few others out there doing good work, but, um, we just see tons of street dogs when we go down there. We're big animal people and it just kind of breaks our hearts and makes yeah. us think of our own rescue dog at home. And so we just wanted to be able to like, you know, give back in some way. Very cool. Yeah, right. So cool, yeah, dude. That's awesome. Solid dude. Solid dude. <laughs> hey, can we uh, shift gears here unless somebody else had a question? Shift, shift it up. Okay. I was going to shift. I was going to ask him his grow style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm a these days I'm a soil grower for the last like I used to do cocoa back when I was just growing for like head stash and growing for I was trying to get the biggest plants I could get that was my goal mm-hmm. in more recent years I've learned I love growing smaller plants and having much more of them in the tent and getting more variety out of it I'm a I, my background is in food and beverage I was a flavor uh specialist uh in certain ventures but that explains uh, it (laughs) i i love flavor i love trying new things i love experimenting and so i i grew to learn to love soil and just like not needing the biggest plant but i can have more of them um so i actually i use uh i quickly found via the autoflower podcast uh, nature's living soil and i Mm -hmm. use their autoflower concentrate for the last 
two and a half years ish. Um, it's some good stuff. It works Here's great. It. Yeah, it really does. It stinks to high hell, but it works. So <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, it's just like a really like set it and forget it. I just water only. I, I make my own labs, um, and I've done uh, my own like uh, water soluble calcium from eggshells, and I do uh, fermented fruit juice or uh, FFJ. Um, just for like some added nutrients at times. Um, all just little simple home ferments, Korean natural farming style, but pretty much it's just the nature's living soil. And I've used various potting soils, roots, organic, uh, Fox farms, ocean forests, pro mix. Um, I've made my own from just equal parts, perlite, uh, uh, peat moss and compost. Uh, so I've had different mediums of soil, but the nature's living soil is, uh, yeah, auto concentrates my, like my standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, have you tried, of uh, the girl flower power from nature's living soil? I haven't. No, but, um, I did, I have been like testing their new bio stimulant, which is like their answer to real growers recharge. It's like okay. their, uh, microbe and mycorrhizae mix you just mix into water and mm-hmm. it, it's been pretty awesome but i i haven't tried the flower power it's pretty good man it, once i started using it like I, I had i don't use it anymore truth be told but when i first started using it um it really helped my bud density like it really did help there, there's definitely something to their their mix like yeah, it, oh, it, yeah. like i've gotten way higher just smellier terpenes than with their stuff than I ever Dude. did in cocoa or with other stuff. I, I think, I think having a diverse living soil is, is definitely the answer. And uh shout out Richard, I believe is his name, uh, nature's living soil. He, he helped me out a ton when I first started that guy through back and forth through email. He yeah. really did. Big really shout good. out to Richard. They, yeah. they sponsored our Tangy Tibiguana Grow Along. All the winners got the mm-hmm. auto concentrate. They're actually, uh, we're going to be the first 25 people in our next drop that buy both packs, the Gatuga and the Perizoso, is going to get a sample of their new biostimulant as well. So, nice. yeah, nice. we're, and we're not like sponsored by them. We're just sort of like loosely affiliated. Um, I don't get any money or anything. I just really like their product. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I've been thinking strongly. I really have. I mean, I've been doing Athena there for a while now, but in the future, man, I could see myself trying out those 13, new 13 gallon auto pots, you know, for, and then doing, going back to the nature's living soil and trying that out a couple of runs. The double XLs. Yeah. yeah the double XLs, man. And just set them up. Only. Yeah. Water only. And then, uh, I mean, just to see what that extra, cause yeah, I always did five gallons with it. And I, you know, obviously you run into a deficiency, but like 13 shit. I yeah, think they say like 15 gallon, like between 10 and 15 gallons is the sweet spot or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it, I'll tr- I mean, I'd like to try it for sure. I, yeah. I, I usually just, I use more as just like a top dress too. I've also Do used you? build the flowers, uh, top dress as well. Um, Cause yeah, you're right. Like in smaller containers, it doesn't necessarily yeah. make it the whole oh, way, it, but, but it but does can, wonderful. It does wonderful. Nonetheless. Like if you don't top yeah. feed in a smaller container, it's not the end of the world. Like it's still going to amount to something nice, like either way. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
um so so much of what i'm growing these days is for seed yeah. more than mm-hmm. for flower and so it's not always about like necessarily I, I want the plant obviously to be as healthy as possible but yeah like being super worried about like, yeah. a, a mild deficiency or something isn't, isn't yeah my biggest yeah. concerns exactly um, exactly but they're solid solid stuff to use that's for sure totally i'd like shout, to mix it with cocoa <laughs> Yeah, that, I, mm-hmm. I was thinking that too. I think it would work really well. I think so I too. I think not. it would. I think it would work really well, actually, especially in autopods. I've I've been thinking about it. Try it. Cocoa, nature's living soil. I'm perlite. I'm <laughs> hoping to set up a, a tray with autopods with the with the aqua valve, not not the actual pots themselves. Yeah, you should definitely set a tray up. It's super easy. Yeah, super that's super easy. It seems like a really nice way to run things especially in soil with nature's living and then that way you can kind of move around because you use fabric pots still right like you're you're a fabric pot guy still in general yeah i use these little for breeding i use these one gallon uh yeah they're fabric i was gonna say because you could you could i mean you would benefit either way with a tray but i was gonna say you get the round round ones and set it up you know just just try it out it, it's definitely it'll save your back <laughs> I, I maximize space a lot i've been thinking about yeah. in the five by five trying to make a four and a half by four and a half tray Ooh, and being yeah. able to probably load like an excessive amount like 15 or so like of these one gallon bags in the tray and it's it's more not just to like run itself it's more so i can maybe like get away with taking a vacation for a couple weeks and like just fill my res but um when i'm there i could obviously like hand water any that like needed some extra or you know needed a little more care and attention but yeah it just seems like an awesome way to be able to like get out of the house for a bit yeah that aqua valve is a lifesaver that's the key man i did the same that that very thing with the tray and took off for a while. Actually, it was about three weeks and left some mom's photos in veg. And uh, they were bushy and they had a lot of crinkled leaves on the bottom when I got back, but it worked out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> this this past year, I tried it with earth boxes and uh, I had two two by fours and each earth box had four plants. They were just testers and um and loaded with the nature's living soil in the bottom and i had my mom uh we were gone for two weeks in mexico and i had my mom just fill the res with just plain water and i got back and i had like the biggest bushes on my hand it was insane (laughs) it worked out so well um so yeah there's definitely something to bottom watering from a res they love it and it's a great way to like you know get away from your plants for a bit Mm -hmm. yeah hell yeah yep I'm really excited to experiment with the uh, dryback with those with the aqua valves. I want to hook them up to garden timer, so you can just do like an hour in the morning and the evening, and may, I see if you could dial in what the plants would still like, but save probably quite a bit of water still. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. I'll be curious to hear how that goes. Cool. Yeah, that's one of the things I want to play with this summer. I can't wait for this run. summer. Yeah. Okay. I, I think we're all like ants. Well, everybody's like on the goes. edge, just like yeah. come on, come on. <laughs> if this time change they really messed me up me too. <laughs> right I, I was out the other day actually like scouting out I'm, I'm gonna try to do run the the egyptian male cross with my uh uh juicy queen which is bubblegum queen with my juicy ahalora 
I'm going to try to do an F2 run in like a gorilla outdoor style, like hidden location and just try to grow like eight plants, you know, pick my winning male and then call cool. any other males and then just sort of like let them do their thing through the summer and see how it goes. I just, I maxed out on tent space and it seems like mm -hmm. my only option if I just kind of want to keep that project on, on schedule. That's fun. That's fun. How many no tents do you have running at a time normally? I've got four. I've got a five by five, two two by fours, and a three by three. Um, nice. And they get rotated like crazy. Like <laughs> it, it's like it's not just like oh everything that starts in this tent. It, it's all like they get moved as certain yeah. ones are finishing. And I'm like I maximized the space. I counted today. I have uh, sixty two plants going in those. <laughs> uh in those four tents damn at, at all various stages some are about to come down and some are just sprouting you know and like when these come down that's supposed to make room yeah. for the ones who are crushed over in this side just sprouting and then they'll go take over that space it's all very like <laughs> yeah it's not the most organized setup, <laughs> but uh i make it happen more power I, to you it's partially i'm just yeah. a a seed popping addict. I just, yeah. I have a huge library of seeds and I just like, can't help myself at times. <laughs> like, oh, I just like this one other has to, it'll, it'll work itself out. It'll fit. And somehow I'm like, yeah. I, you know, it's like, I, when you're going to the trouble of like reversing something and doing a big pollen run and just like, ah, oh, I would really like this one other to also be in there, even though it's definitely maxed out on space, but it always, <laughs> it always works out. Something always, you know, moves around and I figure it out. <laughs> it's funny you said yeah, that. I, like, just, I just had them fight me back a little bit. The seeds, same thing. I was, I have, say I had a, about a 45 day window before I was going to go somewhere. And uh, I wanted to get a regular pollen off of a male. So I popped three of these seeds that I knew were regs that I was shooting for, but none of them germinated as if to be like, you're not allowed to do that right now. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> they know, they know. Yep. Yep. They know. <laughs> nope. Can't do it now, buddy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You got a plenty of projects going on around your house. <laughs> yeah. They're all, wrap, they're all wrapping up in various stages. Now, the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. How, how many, how many tents do you run? Uh, two tents. So I have a small two by two and then, a. uh, three by three that's one behind me here nice use those for breeding and then a room so a room and two tents basically. okay nice yeah yeah, yeah. hell yeah <laughs> but Didn't yeah you decide that 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 tent behind you is a four by four not a three that's by three a, i think, I think you're right that. yeah you're right I'm just still <laughs> stuck in my head for some yeah. reason yeah but you can see i had seated moms in here they just came down today so that's exciting nice. the seeds, seeds look good and nice the brack, bracks were popping open and all that so Hell yeah. Nice looking yeah. racks. Yep. Yeah. That's so. another, that's another thing that takes up a lot of time is just like shocking the drives. I'm like backed up on that. What at times, like one of the tents also has to play swing as a dry tent. Um, yeah. When, when there's an upcoming harvest coming around, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> try to clear one out and cram a bunch in there drying. And then, yeah, I get backed up on like shucking the seeds themselves, but um I use my bedroom to dry in, so it's like, but now I'm sleeping in the cold and all my clothes <laughs> smell like weed really bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As nice. if they didn't anyway, but still, it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my wife was the one who made me get a dedicated drying tent just for the smell. I used to mm -hmm. just use one of our regular 
closets. Um, but this past year, we we got another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. everywhere yeah. she goes, just makes me co- makes me really covet having like a garage or an outbuilding or somewhere you could modify yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because that smell sticks to everything, dude. That's yeah, the and plan. Just, yeah. And just the convenience of it. Then one time I had some plants hanging in the room and I saw I have a dog and she sleeps in my bed. And I went and I shook my quilt out and this cloud of hair just went right towards all the plants that were hanging there. <laughs> no. 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 It, it was what it sounded like. I spent a while just picking them out, picking hairs oh, out. Oh, man. I yeah. Hate that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. When you see it, it's already in action. There's nothing yeah. you can do to stop it. And you're just yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> mm. Yep, yeah, I've got a dog and a cat. I definitely get some hair here and there. Uh, yeah, I got a I got a husky and a long haired uh, cat. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a constant battle, dude. So I, I will here. say I've I've it's done everything. much better. I've done much better since I switched to these two two and a half by fours and over the four by four. The four by four was constantly getting it. I don't know what the deal was with that little extra depth, but it like pulled the hair in. Now it seems like it's not nearly as bad with these shorter tents. I don't know. Weird. Nice. You, know, you ever have you ever have your cats eat your weed? I had an old yeah. cat that did that once. I have a little bonsai project going right now. And for again, for space issues, I had to go on and pull it out of the tent. So now it's just like out in the kitchen just for enjoyment purposes and today my cat was literally like hopping up there chewing on the leaves <laughs> oh stop it <laughs> yeah he he loves pineapple leaves too for some reason oh, <laughs> do you ever do the catnip thing do you grow a catnip plant we do we have yeah. kid, but he's not into it he doesn't care no? about the catnip for some oh reason. wow we i mean he like was curious but no more than any other plant but we ended up planting it outside it's it's coming back already this year Nice. Dude, my buddy has a cat and he has catnip plants outside and it's like meth for this cat. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like aggra- yeah, he gets aggressive and high energy, come and attack your legs. Damn. Cra- yeah. I, I've seen it happen with my cousin's cats, but I've never, my cat's never really responded to it like that. Because so. the cat endocannabinoid system or whatever it is, totally. they're all different. Yep. I've always wondered Absolutely. about that. I, I try to keep the fan leaves away from the animals because I, I mean, I know I see some chew on them, but I guess it's okay. Like, it won't mess up their tummies. Like, I feel like. Well, they won't. Yeah. They generally wouldn't do something yeah. that was going to hurt them unless it's I like a, a, like a Labrador drinking fryer grease, you know, that kind oh, of yeah. thing. <laughs> you know. I've got a basset hound. He, he would eat anything, even if it was <laughs> oh, yeah. to kill him. He has like <laughs> somehow yeah. no idea what would be toxic and poisonous to his body he'll eat whatever he can find down to my my potting soil he's been eating my potting soil a lot outside (laughs) his poop has just been like soil lately (laughs) need some fiber baby yeah they're They're rich soil for some minerals or something yeah Yeah, he knows it's got nutrients um but why is it spicy I think we've all seen that video of the goat in Tibet. It's like over the smoke, yeah. over the ash smoke, like <laughs> inhaling it. <laughs> yeah, the goat was getting it. And cows, like cows in India, walk around eating weed everywhere. I think I've heard of that before. Interesting. When I defoliate yeah. my fan leaves, I just I I give a bunch of them to my guinea pigs. We oh, got yeah. three guinea pigs. I'm just like, here you go, munch on these for a little bit. <laughs> cool. Yeah, they I love see, them, man. They tear yeah. them up. Good. I've seen people feed their rabbits too. Yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah, they get excited. They start squealing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you've uh, you've done quite a few podcasts, bud. I mean, you really have. You've been getting around. You've been getting around yeah. pretty good. Yeah, because I heard you on... Uh, hold on. I just want to say this out loud. Your Average Grow podcast. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out your <laughs> Average Grow <laughs> podcast. <laughs> totally my homies no no they gave us they gave us a hard time last week so I, uh their name came <laughs> up and then we didn't say anything about it so we kind of just went woo you know we, we didn't really had a chance to talk about it g3 <laughs> bottom they, up mid mid sentence yeah, yeah. we didn't want to cut her off we so didn't want to like, cut her know. off but uh yeah shout out <laughs> to them boys shout out to them boys they're hilarious Totally. No, they're, they're good buddies. They, yeah. they actually were the two that kicked off the uh, the Tangy Tiba Guana Grow line. They did. So, they yeah. did. Love Damn right. Dudes. They're good guys. They're a bunch of bastards. Damn <laughs> bastards. <laughs> I mean, it's cool how we do have this like small yeah. community within the community where yeah, it's, I, it's I cool, man. You can't the, beat it. We can't beat it, man. You really definitely can't. a lot of it spawns from you know the cultivation conversation. Shout out to them as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Shout out and Chad and, uh, Chad, and Jesse definitely. B. Yep, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, man. It, it's been a spiral, and I, I tell you, it's it's good. It's good. A lot of good people have come out and and uh, joined the community, and it's great. Can't beat it. Well, Can't well, beat it. It's like my family these days. Like my, oh yeah, I have closer online friends than I do in person. Honestly, <laughs> which right. is really sad. But yeah, there's um, some solid dudes out there in the community for sure. Especially when you people. get when you get on Discord and you get like talking to these people every day, and you start learning a lot about their personal lives. Like mm-hmm. I know several people in Discord. Like like I've known them my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're. Them. When you're also talking to them on Discord and then Reddit and then also on Instagram, and then, yeah. you, like, then you really feel like you know that person. Yeah, yeah it's like your cross, cross, cross platform. <laughs> yeah, we we talk all the time. You know, yeah, yeah. They, I have a handful of people like that where you, you do feel like you get to know them quite well. Yeah, I, I have people I just you know have phone conversations with. Even shout out to Flamulated Al. He's a oh yeah, he's a good guy. He's mm-hmm. a good guy, and yeah, we we chat on the phone sometimes. You know. Yeah, we're always chatting back and forth with uh green big green guy. Yeah, green oh, guy yeah. and uh love big yeah. guy. He's, he's a homie for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's always breaking his balls. Oh yeah. Got yeah. to, got to. <laughs> nah, we, such such a cool crew, honestly. So yeah. yeah. No, thanks for having me over here. And uh, uh the, I'm in y'all's Discord and so I, I try to oh, yeah. I, I try do. to pop in there when I can. Oh yeah, we see you. Know. you. We see you. Oh yeah, uh, we appreciate mm-hmm. it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We're having a lot of fun in there. Is there anything we wanted? Oh, uh, grow along coming up. Y'all I just want to put that out there while it's on my mind, uh, mm-hmm. April 1st, but I think we decided to go ahead and give it like a two week, uh, grace yep. window because the hash bash is lining up on the same time. <laughs> yep. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. Two well, weeks. Not only that, but that you know, people might have something that's not ready yet. Yeah. Oh, yep. sons from big green guy. Yep. Nice. Yep. And so, uh, if anybody is listening to this and hasn't checked it out yet, you can come to our discord. And there's a channel in there for that. And uh, Green Guy is just taking DMs as to how to obtain the Odin Sons beans to get started. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep. It'll okay. make it super simple for you. And uh, like I said, I'm I'm excited because I've never grown it. I mean, I've I've smoked it, but I've never grown it myself. So I'm really excited. Yeah, I gotta, get my, I gotta get my hands on some. I saw Captain Auto Flower Grat um, last year. It looked awesome. Oh, I yeah. think I think you would really have fun with his blueberry grape. From a flavor perspective, it's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. I saw Mac Mac Attack growing that one uh, at the moment. Yeah, it sounds yeah. Awesome and looks awesome. 
Yeah, the one I had one going that that finished out, and it was uh, just like a wild blueberry bush. Like when you oh, yeah. when you stick your nose in there, it was just awesome. It was great. Beautiful plant. I mean, the structure was fantastic, and the smell. God knows that smell, man. Strong. I just want to give a shout out real quick to Mac for yep. uh, sending us, yes. sending me and Blackwater some tangy tibiguana. Hell yeah. We sent us some other stuff too, but yeah, he did. He did. He, uh, we definitely got uh, some taste testing to do, so it's going to be fun. (laughs) Uh, Is that going to happen while we're on here? Are you guys? Uh, Well, um, the truth, no, I don't have it with, I need to go get it. (laughs) I can actually, I'll be right back. Continue talking. All right. Well, I'll I'll talk about what I've got going on with Mac Attack regarding Sweet. the tangy tip iguana. He's doing a little uh, preservation project of it since I only make them one time. He wanted to like keep it in the community, and so I sent him a bunch of extra beans. I sent him my STS base and talking him through my process. He he could have figured all this out. He's a smart guy. Uh, he teaches me a lot as well. Um, but anyway, I was sort of working together uh, so he can make more tangy seeds and, and spread them out. Um, nice. Way so, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Max, good dude. He's a very good dude. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind? Because uh, we always like hearing all different inputs. Do you mind sharing your, your STS schedule? Or do you have a, a generic template that you run? Oh, I froze oh, again. Oh, it froze up a little bit. Time we got. There he is. He's back. Oh, cool. Mine, mine froze up. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, am I still there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I start. I used to do like every four days, um, and then I I would find uh, pistols forming, and I felt like I was behind, and it would usually be a, a partial reversal, which is fine. I've I've actually heard uh, other people say that that was an issue where I don't find that I haven't found that in the offspring. If it's like makes full pollen sacs or partial pollen sac, partial, you know, female flowers, I haven't noticed an issue with that, but I do, I do for maximizing, you know, the pollen, I do like to like catch it earlier. So lately I start around day 15 on autos start spraying. And um, I was on this latest run, very interesting few different experiments uh i was doing like every third day and then i was started seeing the first pistols on a couple and so i moved to every other day and no issues there nice um but then on some i sprayed twice early on and then quit spraying altogether or also producing sacks so seems like there's a lot of variation in what will work um cool right on but, Blackwater's got this tangy tube going on butt out, showing it in the camera. So I'm showing it. I'm showing it to them. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> that ain't sorry, a bud. That's a cola. That's it's a. a yeah. This is, is a, a double cola. Is that a polyploid? Look at so, it. Oh, they're connected. Nice. Shout out Mac. Look at that. Jesus Christ. Interesting. Cool. Neat. I don't even want to break it. Look at yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed? Now, have you noticed that on any other tube iguanas that you had? Uh, someone had a really weird one that just like split it. I think it was actually Bracked, uh, to the future who had one that just like topped itself basically. And just, it was the F2 round. So to, for anyone that doesn't know, Tangy was, uh, it's Durban sunrise cross with Zweet. And then that is crossed to, uh, 
amnesia haze from royal queen seeds. Um, and so that's the F2 of it. And in the F2s, there's some funky phenotypes will come out. That's why I wanted to release the F2s because there are a lot of fun phenotypes cool. and grandparent traits to be found. Cool. Um, and yeah, the, there's some weird, the haze can do some weird stuff. Ca Captain Autoflower called it the, um, the flaccid pheno, but they, <laughs> some weird flaccid flaccid phenotype. <laughs> there's some flaccid leaves. There's some weird like topping itself going on. There's, there's some weird ones out there, but, uh, in general, like there, there was also enough consistency through, through the spectrum where you could tell, yeah, I, I, I started in the grow along. I could tell ones that were tangy before even reading the caption. I just can see certain traits in it that look recognizable. It's interesting you said that. I've got so this cross I'm working on right now. Some of them do that. They've got the hazy style, like leaves coming out of the cola, you know, sort of more leafy than not. And they're all droopy, even though it's like a healthy plant. Other leaves might be praying, but those ones off the cola are all just kind of drooping down. Yeah. Yeah. Such an yep. interesting, you know, well, trait, and, but... and that one's got polyploids on it. It's got, in fact, like the majority of them have these double buds that are coming out. So it's kind Fascinating, of weird. Huh? Yeah, I wonder if yeah. that is like a, a connected trait. Yeah. That's something that would just be, you know, we were talking about cannabis breeders earlier and I was just, that's something that'd be, it's such a unique thing where there's just so many home enthusiasts like myself we're calling ourselves breeders or, you know, we're putting in work and things, but you're a craft breeder. Yeah. But there's yeah. no other, there's no other like plant out there that it's not being done by, you know, someone yeah. with a PhD in plant biology, <laughs> sure. or, yeah. you know, yeah. et cetera. Like it's, it's a unique thing where we're not, again, we're doing a lot of this without testing. It's all just subjective, objective kind Rack of, of the eye. data. Yeah. You know, so it's very, uh, it's, it's fascinating to pick up on these little points. I, I, I mentioned on someone's post the other day where I, I think that when seeds get the little helmet head, you'll often see, you know, a freakish leaf trait in the first five sets. Uh, I see it all the time and it's just a, a little trait thing. Mm -hmm. I noticed that happens a lot and it's just weird, weird little mm -hmm. stuff you pick up along the way. Yeah. That's one of the things I love about the community. Like we are talking about that's going on right now. Cause I think there's a, there's still a fair gap between, what like you guys are uh you know breeders that are getting seeds out uh are working on and what like professional growers and a lot of older folks are aware of if that makes sense i didn't say that in too many words uh um, yeah totally that uh so that like for example when we talked to paul from cold war like he knew the autoflowers were a thing but he's not aware that you can get a pound off of an autoflower that you can get a six foot autoflower or these different kind of things, or that they'll test so high or that they're really terp rich and all the traits, you know. So I, I think a lot of the the commercial growers too are are finding out that there's this different area of viability. Meanwhile, this community is doing like I don't I hate to use the word corporate, but corporate level amount of research between all of us, you know. Um totally. So it just uh, it'd be cool to almost like have a repository of that somewhere where there could be reader notes and shit and all these autoflower strains that, that's where these home and grow along these grow alongs and grow togethers are like really awesome because you're getting a lot of data points all at once on the same mm -hmm. strain that was released grown in a bunch of different 
methods, a bunch of different environments, so many different factors playing in. And yeah, you do learn a lot and pick up a lot and see the possibilities where, you know, when you're just going your own strain and your own environment every time and you're seeing that consistency you don't, you don't even realize what happens when someone else does it in their environment and it's just so different i yep. mean it's it's such a fascinating plant i mean i it'll always excel best outdoors in its natural environment you know if it's a mexican land race it'll it'll do best in mexico outdoors you know we're we're trying to recreate this you know uh this natural environment indoors and in doing so there's a lot of variations come across and we see so much different stuff going on it just it makes it fun and fascinating honestly i feel like we'll never be done learning about this plant 100 totally mm -hmm. i want to yeah. start seeing i'd be curious to breed for window growing so that you could like throw a plant in a window and you could probably isolate just by doing selective breeding over time the ones that would take to that you know Totally. Just throwing like your windowsill. Totally. Yeah. hundred percent. Like what excels best under low, that, that would just be low light levels. You know, what can do the best and like the lowest, just little, you know, indirect light. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah, such did. a cool experiment, honestly. I did one in a window a uh, year before last. And when it was all said and done and dried, it was about an eighth. I've done many a bonsai grow in, at the, you know, it might start off in a tent, but ends up just becoming like a window grow for space purposes. But um, yeah, never, never like trying real hard to like get more. It was more just about the the art and the, you know, yeah. like just like a house plan, a nice look um, and aesthetic. But yeah, I've, I've smoked them too. And, you know, probably, probably like you probably gotten, you know, a few grams off of it yeah <laughs> um, but it's, it's just fun yeah and, and it is cool yeah they will finish in a window and you'll you'll start to see amber trichomes and yeah it's, mm -hmm. it, it can be done for sure yeah so uh, cool. let's let's try the smoke report blackwater did you just hit tipping one <clears throat> yeah we were talking there yes i did Tell it tastes it. very now this could be attributed to mac as well but very smooth okay. very smooth oh um, nice. Yeah, it tastes, um, I'm really horrible at this. You have to let me try it a little bit more, but. Oh, and you're on that brownie too. Yeah, I'm on that brownie as well, so it's a little bit. <laughs> um, I instantly feel it. I'm definitely feeling something off of yeah, it. Yeah, you like hit right it out the gate. quiet. Sparkle hands. You did sparkle <laughs> hands a little bit. That was natural, whatever that was. It was organic. <laughs> now, Max said that was an energetic like a, one. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what Max said. That's what I'm wondering because I'm kind of like, yep. There you go. <laughs> Either that or cool. I'm like extra sleepy and I'm just trying to cover for it. <laughs> for, for me, it worked. It was just like a total mood booster. It just like yeah. you have it in the morning and your day is 25% better every time you have it. You know, nice. you just, you nice. just are happier in general. I wonder I'll, give if you, I'll give you a flavor report later. Sweet. I think about that. I was just uh, reading a little bit about THCV, which I guess is like attributed to that more energetic effect. But Interesting. Like, yeah. So but like you said, still, there's not a ton of research on any of this. Yeah. I mean, THCV was the, it's the variant that they said actually like could destroy the COVID um, virus or whatever. What? Um, 
there was right. research came out about it. I forgot what university it was doing that, but it was it was THC Varin that was the one that had success in in beating COVID. Wow. I've got some nice. uh, CBDV autos um, that I plan to pop this fall that I'm really excited about. Cool. Uh, from a few different sources, actually. Um, some I just picked up from Hoku Seed Company. Do you know him? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, he does mostly, uh, mostly he's doing like hemp photo periods, but he has a handful of auto selections and I, all the CBG work I've done so far has been from his CBG auto, which is awesome. And, but I just picked up oh, some of his yeah. latest, he just did a CBDV, uh, auto line drop, um, back in February. And I, I picked up a few from that, which uh, nice. I'm excited, I'm excited to work with. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah that's, I have that's, no idea like what it'll bring or what the effects will be, or you know. But I, no, I'm, I'm imagining cool. it's got very CBD similar type, you know. Yeah. So you know, anti-inflammatory, anxiety reduction, just calmer, relaxed in general. But yeah, yeah. It'd, it'd be cool to just see like what some different crosses and different terpene profiles will do with it. Sweet. Definitely. I'd definitely wow. be interested in something like that. Hell sure. yeah, man. Yeah, thinking outside the box. Yeah, cool. no doubt. That's cool. So yeah. when you're collecting these seeds, do you have one of those those wooden things that you connect a shot back to and it tosses them all up and it no, you do it all by hand? I, Old I do it all by hand. Old school. <laughs> Damn. Um yeah, it 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 takes a while. And you know, I I'm also like, I want the flower. I'm not in a position to either do this where I just want to like dust all the flower and blow it all yeah, away. So yeah, like, yeah. Um, sometimes if it's like, wasn't super seeded, I, I might even get a rosin press out of it. Um, but most of it goes just like in a bag into the freezer and I'm just going to make a massive batch of RSO coming up soon. Mm-hmm. um from all of it which will be cool because it's got a lot of cbd and cbg and thc strains so it's just going to make like a really nice mixed yeah. ratio rso but um yeah it's all just by hand usually while watching tv and, <laughs> uh, it's just sort of like a chill evening hobby is shocking seeds <laughs> hey cool there you go so you don't have one of those seed separator get ups that I've seen. I've seen that people have uh, like plans that you can make yourself. Every yeah, they look pretty simple to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've seen them. I just I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every uh, every seed passes through my hand. Every single one is hand counted. I cool. I this is something I I get a lot of like really pale seeds lately from some of the more notable breeders. I've been getting a lot of like smaller seeds where I think you'll notice a difference in mine and are mostly coming out very dark and mature with the stripes. And there Mm -hmm. are times where depending on the time when you shuck them, when it's so sticky and terpy and the, like the stripes haven't quite like set. I've seen that it can look like a more pale seed when it's, it wasn't necessarily. So that might be the case. And maybe it's something because some, a lot of those are machine processed versus hand processed is maybe why you lose some of the maybe, yeah. coating Husk. color. Yeah. But um, yeah, I noticed mine tend to look darker, healthier, more mature than a lot of the ones I'm buying. Yeah. I've noticed that too. That having a lot of pale non-striped yeah. seeds lately. That's a thing. Yep, yeah. so I'm with you. I've gotten some that I paid for before that were just straight up white seeds. 
you know yeah now granted yeah. they popped but still then it's like you don't really know you know yeah i at, like me as a breeder i'd be super uncomfortable like letting anything that looked immature out just that like that's mm-hmm. my reputation at stake i don't want to put something that might not germinate or might not you know yeah. might yeah. have some sort of issue because it wasn't a fully healthy mature seed mm-hmm. yeah. so again o- over overdoing it you know letting them push until yeah they're they're popping out of the bracts and look super dark and mature is, is something i look forward to nice well you're doing the craft thing you know every piece yeah. of it is dialed in yeah hell yeah dude it's awesome it, it's some time it's something i see it's something we talk about as we watch some of these more craft endeavors get bigger and bigger is that like i don't want that to happen to us because it you do kind of lose some of the personality and you do lose sight on like the handmade aspect of it and it tends to be a little more about money and how many strains can you drop all at once and you know i'm just that's not what i'm about totally understand dude sure. yeah right on well hey man it's been really nice having you here appreciate your time on a sunday it's awesome I appreciate you guys having me. It was oh, yeah. really fun to chat it up, man. It's my yeah, we'll have to, to talk uh, about. have to get you back on here someday, bud. Yeah. 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 No yeah, doubt. Right. I would love to anytime. Appreciate well, before we get it. going, yeah. real quick, let's uh do a playback real quick. When's when's the the seed drop coming? So April sixth is the is the next drop. We've got a it's gonna be sour pear zosa, the balance Katuga, and we also got a, a t-shirt with our first five alabrijas on it that's gonna be dropping as well. Sweet. Um so yeah, April sixth coming up. And where can they find this at? This is on our website. There'll be a link um April sixth at four twenty Eastern Standard Time in the afternoon. Uh there'll be a link on the Posted on the homepage of our website, alibrihaygenetics.com. Cool. Um, and then actually tailing up, I haven't mentioned it many places, so I might, uh, this might be the first, but coming up on Cinco de Mayo, we're actually doing our first seed bank collab drop with Multiverse Beans. Ooh, Sweet. Awesome. So, yeah, another another one kind of following up right on its, on its heels. The Multiverse. Man. Congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. Hell yeah. And sh- yeah, shout out Multiverse. They have the best packs. Like when you get stuff in the mail, there's a little handwritten notes on the receipt. Everything is awesome. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Paul's, yeah, shout out to Paul, man. He's an awesome dude. And he, yeah, great, great customer service. And I, I was never planning to release with seed banks, but when he came to me, I couldn't say no. I, I, like, <laughs> I like that he's really auto flower forward to, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Well, shit. Well, we look forward to whatever you're coming out with, and for sure the balance got too. Got to nap up some of that if I can't yeah. like, catch the drop. Well, I appreciate you guys, and I, if you miss it, I, I might have a few seats for you. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> sweet, <laughs> sweet. That's good talking right. to you, man. Yeah, yeah, nice yeah to you guys. Appreciate you have you. a great night, dude. Oh yeah. Be safe. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Crafting Cannabis. Follow us on Instagram at Crafting Cannabis Podcast or visit our website at craftingcannabispodcast.com.